Yankees lose. <laughs> Hits it in the air to right. Back at the wall, and the White Sox win it. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Three Up, Three Down. And it's the Champions League series. It's uh, it's exciting stuff. We got one more series before the World Series. Should be an exciting one. Um, and without a doubt, it's two out of the four teams I absolutely hate in the Astros and the Yankees. Don't really love the Padres. Would love a Phillies World Series, but we'll get right into it, into the show. Let's check in with our co-host, Alex. How are we doing? Good man, we had one of those. I forget what they call them, but those sports days where all four major sports happen, and there was some soccer. So for me, kind of a fifth. Um, so it was a great day, you know. Worked, and then you just had your choice of things. So I watched a little baseball, a little basketball. Really, not much basketball, but a little hockey. Some of the football game, probably the best Thursday night game yet, but still wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, the baseball the baseball was really good. I'm I I struggle with the AL games because I don't know who I want to win, and I don't want either of them to win, which is obviously impossible. So I don't know how to feel there. But then the NL I really like, and I'm enjoying that. And I hope hope Philly comes through here. I think that would be fun. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, a Philly World Series would be pretty uh, pretty exciting for the baseball world, saying that they. Uh, limped in pretty much at 500, but that's all it takes, especially in the playoffs. I think we'll jump right into it with the Phillies Padres series. All it takes is getting hot, and that's what we're seeing from this Philadelphia Phillies team. They got hot at the right time, they were able to come through through the wild card, won the division series, and now they're facing the Padres. Um, obviously, in game one, Philly dominated, taking it uh, convincingly, and then game two. Very interesting stuff. I mean, I, I turned it off and Philly was winning. I think it was like 4 nothing. But don't count out these Padres. They came climbing back and uh, shocked the world and ended up taking game two to send it, I believe, is this game three in one more in San Diego or is it now go to Philadelphia? I think it goes to Philly. I think it's like 2-2, two, 1-1-1. Two, one, one, one. Although That's that would be a lot of travel. So I wonder if MLB maybe doesn't do that. We'll confirm that for you here quickly. But... The exciting stuff, the series. You know, you're seeing Reese Hoskins come alive. Bryce Harper's hitting the ball a ton. Kyle Schwarber, 488, the longest in StatCast history for uh, playoff baseball, I believe, if not the second longest. So very fun, exciting stuff. That next game will be in Philadelphia um, to confirm that. So the Phillies, it's it's been really exciting to watch. And then in this game, too, the rally started by facing his brother on the mound, Austin Nola, the catcher for San Diego, started the rally for San um, San Diego, and they were able to come back and and climb in and, and take that game two by a score of eight to five. So Austin Nola, Aaron Nola, first time, maybe a first, I don't know. I think it was the first time in playoff history that two brothers faced off each other, each other, and that was that was exciting. Nola came out pretty good. Um, he pitched to two. Uh, a scoreless first inning before San Diego was able to get back-to-back home runs before they were able to tag him for a few more in the fifth. 
uh, Nola would end up pitching four and two thirds with seven hits, six earned on six strikeouts uh, before they turned it over to the bullpen. Unfortunately, uh, Nola, who looked good in the uh, division series and the wildcard series, I believe he pitched in as well. Uh, unfortunately, just didn't have his stuff versus Blake Snell, another guy who struggled pretty early into this game, only going five innings, five hits, four earned, one walk, and six strikeouts. Uh, Philly was able to get on him immediately. Like I said, it was a scoreless first inning, but scoring four in that second inning for Philadelphia really boosted and opened up the game. But, man, I mean, as we saw in the division um, series, as we saw in the wild card, Padre Stadium is rocking. And it's quite the atmosphere. They're excited. They're, they're ready for this playoff baseball. They beat up on their big brother in, in California and the Dodgers, taking them out in uh, uh, two games, I believe, maybe three. And, um, yeah, so I, it's, an, it's interesting stuff from San Diego, and I think it will meet to be a, a very good series overall. And uh, if these first two games were any lesson to, to be had, I think this could go seven very easily. I don't know. What are you thinking? I agree. I mean, I totally think it could go seven. And first thing, because it was probably my favorite thing I saw from this whole series so far. Well, there's been a lot of good stuff, but a good thing I saw in the in the Nola brother matchup, um, the stat was something like Aaron Nola has three or nine pitches on the season above 96 miles an hour, just nine pitches thrown. Three of them came in that at bat, which to me was just amazing. This guy sees his brother, and it's not like the stakes could get higher, right? Like you're in the ALC or NLCS, like you would think he's trying to throw as hard as he can the whole time, but no. When his brother comes up, it's a whole different level of like what he's got to do, um, which I just thought was hilarious because it's like it, it's one thing if this happens in the regular season, but like this guy's already jacked up throwing hard, right? He's giving it his all. He had, like this is when it matters, but still, the brother seemingly matters more. Uh, so I thought that was funny. Um. Yeah, but this series is tough. There's a lot of good players in this series, and the it, it's kind of there's some proven bats on both sides, and not many. But like you got Soto on the Padres, that's a big time proven bat. You got Schwarber. I mean, like thinking back on like recent playoff history, those are two of like the most important hitters. Really, Schwarber and Soto have been dudes who come through. Um. So that'll be interesting. And then you just see these games aren't going to plan, which I think is making this series interesting. I don't think the, the, the coach, the managers go out in these games and are like, I don't know. They're not expecting this isn't how they're supposed to win, right? There's no offense in the first game. Neither of them can feel too good about that, but that's seen more playoff baseball. Game two, it's just like that game was blown up by the fifth inning. Earlier, really, but the starters kind of made it to the fifth inning. So... I don't know what to expect. I think these next two games, I always like when like the, the slightly worse starters get going because I love a pitching matchup, but it's also kind of fun to see how a manager handles a starter who needs to be pulled in the third inning in the playoffs because sometimes you see another starter. Sometimes you see, I don't know, relievers going two innings all of a sudden, and things just happen. Things It, it, it creates moments when these things happen. So I don't know. I, I don't know who I expect to win this series, but I do think it could go seven. One thing that's interesting, so I looked this up, is it goes two games at home, three on the road, two games at home. So in theory, if if 
the Phillies won the next three at home, they'd win the series, you know? Yep. They have three – they could close it out without going back to San Diego. Um, but even still, if you take two of three at home now, which you got to feel comfortable doing, mm -hmm. then you just got to go split in San Diego again. So, yep. That's making it seem simple, and it's really not that simple. But, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure they're like wary of thinking of it like that. But the the I I never know how I feel about the three games that the two seed gets or the lower seed gets. Um, yeah, um, it it should be interesting. I think we saw in, in game one. You know, yes, game one was two nothing, but you saw both pitchers go out and and really shove. I mean, first off, Zach Wheeler in game one. Seven innings, one hit, one walk, eight strikeouts, and seven innings worked. And then you Darvish, who, yes, got tagged for a few runs, but honestly wasn't bad. I think he went seven uh, seven innings, three hits, two earned, and a few strikeouts. So uh, both guys were clearly their ace in that game one. Um, should be interesting to see. Are they ready for game five? Are they ready for game six? Who knows? We'll see how the rest plays into that, but – uh, then you turn your the page over to tomorrow's game, game three in Philadelphia. You've got Joe Musgrove's on the mound for San Diego versus Ranger Suarez, probably the best name left in baseball at this point. Um, how could you not root for a guy with the first name Ranger? Uh, so that should be another fun, fun, exciting matchup. I think Musgrove's, if you looked at it on paper, is probably the better pitcher. But Suarez had a good outing, I believe, in the division series. If not, again, a part of my memory, but it was either division or wild card where he pitched to a win for the Phillies. So, uh, should be an interesting one. That one kicking off at 4.07. If we take a look, let's take a look at the season stats in terms of these two teams when they faced off. The Phillies actually took the series in six games, four to two in the regular season. Um, and yeah, as we mentioned, as we got right into this series, both teams struggled coming into this playoff. And like we said, you know, it, all it takes is getting hot at the right time. You're seeing Manny Machado lead this San Diego team. And yes, it was, a, a, I mean, he had a late inning home run in the last game, but in terms of, of being a leader, being the guy who's been producing for this team, he is it. And the stepping up big for obviously the missing of, of Fernando Tatis. I don't know. I mean, I think you gotta, you gotta think, that uh, Machado is the key to this series for the Padres. Uh, you do like the performance, and you do love the the home support for Hasem Kim. Is that how you say it? Uh, everybody seems it. to love love the shortstop, and and he had some big big shoes to fill. You know, he's stepping in for Fernando Tatis, and he's a guy that's yes, maybe not taking the ball out of the ballpark, but he's getting on base, he's making the defensive plays, he's bringing the energy to the club. So it's these things that you love to see, especially in October. I don't know. I, I, I struggle to pick a winner on this one. I, I My gut and my want are two different things. Um, I think I really would love to see the Phillies in the World Series. I think that'd be exciting for Philadelphia, exciting for that division. Uh, but I do think they'll have some some problems getting past Musgroves and Co. Uh, I, I do think Musgroves is going to come out and, and have a solid performance tomorrow night. And and show why, you know, he was and should be considered this number one ace besides you uh, Darvish. So should be an interesting, exciting matchup, uh, 407 start time. And yeah, I mean, both teams, you know, they Padres walked through the Dodgers and the Phillies eliminated um, and the Phillies eliminated, who was it? The Braves. So both teams, you got to look at it. You have to respect it. 
both teams knocking off the two most recent World Series winners. So these teams are here to stay. They're here to compete, and they're not going to back down. So I, I definitely, without a doubt, um, I'm looking forward to Game 3 tomorrow and the rest of the series. And and will it go 7? Will it go 6? Will it go 5? Well, you know, 5 at this point is, is mathematically impossible. But, um, well, yeah. And so it's either going to be 6 or 7, and that's great for us because that means more baseball. Hopefully we'll pick up a live stream for them either next week. Otherwise, it is it is in terms of who is due an American League live stream. So we will be returning to that next week. Anything you wanted to kind of wrap her up on on the Padres Phillies series? Yeah, I think in X Factor finally showed himself in this playoffs. A guy we've been talking about really for the Padres since they needed to make a random or to I don't know stop losing to make the playoffs essentially when the Brewers were chasing him down. Josh Bell goes three for four, homer, two RBIs, a run. It's a big game. Uh, his his batting average for the series, I guess this might be for the series. It's not 375. Yeah. But uh, had three hits in the playoffs before, which wasn't bad. He wasn't playing horribly, but uh, hadn't had the postseason or really tenure with the with the Padres we were expecting. If he gets going, that's a, that's a very big bat switch hitter. Hits for contact. You obviously want a little pop, and he showed he has it. But when he's batting sixth in the lineup and you have a guy who no pitcher is going to feel comfortable with because he is good from both sides of the plate, um, he's just a difference maker. He's somebody who gives Brandon Drury lineup protection, Cronenworth. All these guys, like, they become better with one more bat behind them. So, Josh Bell. Would love to see it from him. I'm, I'm a Josh Bell guy. I don't know why. Like well, it. it's it's tough. Well, I'm glad you brought him up, and I think as they mentioned on the broadcast, a guy who made his name in Pittsburgh, and it wasn't when Pittsburgh was good. Uh, kind of toughed out some tough, tough days in 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 uh, Pittsburgh, and then was traded to Washington. And I think it was like the year after they had just won the World Series, or if not the year following that. And at the deadline, he sees them tear it down, break it up um, completely. Uh, different roster, obviously with Harper and Rodon leaving that after that free agency, uh, or well, Harper leaving the year before, and then Rodon, did he did he won a uh, he won a World Series with them, didn't he? Um, Anthony yeah. Rodon, I think yeah. he won. So I think he was the later departure, but uh, it is nice. You're you're seeing that he is actually enjoying playing on a team that's competitive, that's going to be playing in meaningful games like we are in October. Um, I, I like it. I think you saw that that rally from the Padres. It was started with a uh, Brandon Drury home run, and and right following after, uh, Josh Bell took took another one. I think to the second deck of right field. So it was a moonshot from Josh Bell. It, like, like I said, I mean, you know, obviously the other series is two zero, and we'll we'll jump into that here soon. But I think this is really going to be the series to watch of the, the LCS. Um, two teams that on paper are pretty even even though I think the Phillies lineup looks a little bit better given the fact that they're hot right now, but uh, the Padres, they won't give up they're, They'll play and uh, they'll fight for 27 outs. And that's something you got to respect. And, uh, um, and that's what's carried them to the championship series round. Moving on, moving on to the American league in a, in a series, like I hinted at, that is two, nothing Houston kind of a short end of the stick for, for the Yankees as they did, Finally dispose of the Guardians winning the last two of that series. Uh, two crucial games. 
But 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 they did see that game five postponed, and then they ended up having to play game five on Tuesday. With that being said, they haven't had a break between series. As Houston, who swept Seattle, did have at least a three-day um, rest. The Yankees jumped on a plane headed to Houston and unfortunately have not been able to take a game in Houston and, and come back to New York um, needing, absolutely needing a win. Otherwise, things could be looking tough on the on the Yankees' side. It was, you saw a little bit of a lineup change from uh, from Boone today with uh, changing of catchers of Jose Trevino and I think Kyle Higashiona, or however the hell you say it, uh, was it was installed in the lineup. I'm trying on my pronunciations tonight. All right, give me cut me some slack. But uh, so that was the big lineup change that you saw from the Yankees today. It was a little bit of a closer game, I will say. Framber Valdez plus 105 for six strikeouts, easy money. Not gonna lie, um, easy money on that. But let's jump into today's game. Houston came out strong with a Bregman 3-0 home run scoring Maldonado and Jordan Alvarez before Rizzo would uh, would score one, and then Torres, who was able to reach an infield single, scoring Stanton. These The scoring in this game, all said and done by the fourth inning. So a little bit of a pitching duel. You saw Luis Severino on the mound for the Yankees. He went five and a third with five hits, three earned, one walked with six strikeouts. And then, like I hinted at, Framber Valdez, apologies, went seven innings, four hits, nine Ks. Um, and I believe he entered at least the fifth inning with like four strikeouts. So I am really thrilled to see that he did get his nine. Um, but yeah, I mean, Houston was able to take game two. They took game one, convincing, well, close enough game for two. Verlander, 11 Ks in that outing versus, uh, who was it? I believe it was Jamison Talion, who actually was was okay. He only allowed one earned, only four hits and four and a third. 67 strikeouts, so his number got up pretty quickly. Uh, but it is playoff baseball. I mean, your, your leash for a starting pitcher is um, – it's not comparable to what it would be in the regular season. You know, pitchers are, are going to get pulled um, as we saw with Tampa Bay and Blake Snell a few years ago. Um, so the Yankees were able to pull Italian in the fifth before, before what's his name? Clark Schmidt. Who I actually have not heard of this guy um, came in to pitch and allowed two before Frankie Matas, who made his reliever uh, debut for this playoff also gave up a run for that Yankees bullpen. But Justin Verlander, a guy who actually really did struggle in his his one start against the Mariners, uh, came out and was excellent. Going six innings, three hits, one earned, one walk, and 11 strikeouts on 100, 103 pitches. So uh, Dusty Baker was was absolutely okay with leaving in the most likely favorite to win this year's Cy Young in the American League uh, before turning the ball over to the bullpen. Ryan Presley, impressive enough, did get the four-out save. Uh, pitching the last out of the eighth inning and then the three in the ninth. 106 win Astros versus the 99 win Yankees. Quickly before we jump right into it, series split, you're not going to believe this. The Astros took it five to one. The Yankees were unable to figure out this Astros team. It's showing them these first two games. I don't know. I mean, Yankees fans, you got to be pulling your hair out a little bit because you really, you know, at this point, you're not getting past the Astros. Um, hopefully, they'll make it a better season series. Uh, but 
in reality, it's, it's tough. You, uh, you were unable to deal with the team regular season wise and it continued struggles here early in the series, but overall, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts, concerns, opinions of the Yankees and the Astros? Um, yeah, so I would say my big takeaway, and this is one we've kind of been on, like as a group this whole year, the Yankees are looking bad right now. And when they look bad, and they're not even looking that bad, but when they look bad, it's a very different team when this lineup's not hot. And you can see that for most teams. I just think they have quite a drastic jump. Matt Carpenter, a guy who helped them get to this record in the regular season, 0 for 6 with six strikeouts in the playoffs. Yikes. Not surprising. There was a reason he was a free agent after all. Um, not to say he wasn't a good pickup for that team, but th- I think, I don't know, in terms of the regular season they had, they were reliant upon him hitting like 20 homers or whatever he hit, and that obviously wasn't sustainable. If you look at the lineup, other than Judge, you have maybe three other good hitters, and then the rest are question marks. It's that time of year again for the Yankees where you look at the lineup and say, hmm, it's not looking good. Benintendi, I think, is injured, is my assumption. Correct. So that's 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 a pretty big loss there. But then you also look, it's like Frankie Montas is coming out of your bullpen and you're starting Jamison Tyone. So you just went and traded prospects to go get Frankie Montas, and he's not even starting the playoffs for you. It seemed like kind of the budget move at the time. But you gotta be thinking if you're the Yankees, like what if we had Luis Castillo? What if we put another chip on the table? And got a player who can actually contribute. Because if, if Frankie Montas was a trade deadline acquisition, he's going to pitch one inning in the playoffs and give up a run. That's just a complete failure for a team like this. And then on the other side, you got the Astros, probably two of the top three Cy Young contenders, Framber and Berlander, dealing. That's not a fun way to start any series. I feel like we talk about the Mets' big two up top. Um, this Astros' big two might be as good as anyone's, really. With Framber and Verlander, I mean, it's just two dominant pitchers right now. And Framber is like, I don't know, he was a ground ball pitcher, and now he can strike people out too. So it's just the whole whole repertoire. That curveball is disgusting. It's really good. Jeremy Pena, I guess clutch shortstops just grow on the trees. Rookie, rookie guy coming in hot for this Astros team. Yeah, he's playing like Korea in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Kind of crazy that that. that <laughs> I would say that's a win. Save save the eighteen or whatever the hell the twins paid him this year. It's insane. This guy this guy is crazy right now. I mean, he's got a hit in every game, two homers in the playoffs. It's it's he's been fantastic. And honestly, like he's winning games for this team at this point. He's one of the better hitters in the lineup right now. I I don't know. Martin Maldonado still hitting. I mean, like if we joke about it, but this guy hits in the play like he just does. Today he had a hit, a run, and a walk. Like that's a great at bat two at bats from this guy. So I don't know. I hate this Astros team. They just seem tough to beat. And the Yankees, I don't think they have the offense to compete with them. The Yankees don't really it seems like they don't have an elite offense or an elite pitching staff. So I don't know how they're gonna beat a team that has both of those. Um it's just hard to see a path to victory with these guys. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like, let's say the offense gets hot. They can blow the ball. They, they can just hit so many homers that they can win games. But when this team is playing as it typically does, which is what we're seeing now, 
I don't know. Good pitching is going to beat it. And then they don't have the pitching to hold another team's like an Astros offense down. So uh, I hate to rule them out. I just don't see a path for them to come back in this series. Oh, it, it's uh, well, let's recap a little bit. As you brought up the Frankie Matas trade at the deadline, they made that trade because you really only had Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez. Solid one, two. But huge question marks coming after that. I mean, Luis Severino, I think, has been there three. He has not pitched very well. You would have expected. Maybe, maybe Frankie would get the start here. But no, they get uh, they got the guy, Jameis, Jameis Talion. And all of the respect in the world to Talion, a guy who has beat cancer, pitched in high-level situations. I don't think nerves got to him. Like I said, only allowed one earned. Uh, and then you brought up Carpenter. The other person I want to rip on because I hate him is Josh Donaldson. Why the fuck is this guy taking that bats in the playoffs? You know, he is swinging at beach balls, and he is missing and, and giving the, uh, the the pitcher a nice cool down with all the whiffs he's had. Uh, Donaldson has been shaky at best. Uh, not even shaky. He's been awful. Judge, really a shell of what we saw in the regular season. Um, Stanton, I do think, has gone deep a few times. And Judge has guy, two homers. Judge has two homers in the playoffs. Gotcha. Like, Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, I get the, it, but the man that needs to be talked about is fucking Harrison Bader. The guy is homered, I think, twice in each series yeah. already. The guy is hitting the lights out of the ball. A great okay. acquisition from uh, St. Louis when he was injured, and he raced back to get healthy. And he he actually fits. It's a guy you could say fits the Yankee mold. He already shaved his head. He's bought in. He's going to be that everyday starting fielder, center fielder for them for a long time. So I do love what I've been seeing from uh, Harrison Bader this series, but I think you're I think you're spot on. I mean, you're going to face most likely Lance McCullers this next game, and then I think potentially you could go and send uh, Verlander out for five innings that game four, and if not, you wanted to wait game five. So it, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think with Pena hitting to the likes of Correa, uh, Bregman has showed his power at least tonight. Um, Altuve hasn't gotten going as much as you would expect. I, mean, but, I don't know if he has a hit in the playoffs. Um, and then you know, you know, the ball is just going to fly off the bat of Jordan Alvarez. I do think he had a home run or two in the Seattle series. It's a lot of power. It's a lot of um, it's a lot to deal with. And and within that, I mean, we're talking about their first six hitters. So uh, um, and then you bring up the legend, the ma- the myth, the man, the legend, Martin Maldonado who uh, has completely outplayed Christian Velasquez and really won and maintained his starting role as this catcher of this team. Um, I don't know. I, I struggle to think, you know, I do see the Yankees at least taking one of these games in New York. Um, but I don't know. I Houston just seems like a wagon. And, you know, yes, you would have looked at um, the Dodgers and said, they're a wagon, but the Astros are playing – to the um, expectations of what the Dodgers didn't in the division series. So that's got to be really scary. Um, Yankees, like I said, coming off short rest. They will get tomorrow's day off before playing game three in New York um, on Saturday. It does look like Garrett Cole will get the the ball for the Yankees in that one. Houston undecided. But if I had to guess, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be Lance McCullers. Um, Otherwise, could be. Luis Garcia, two guys that we have seen 
Uh, Christian Javier as well. I mean, or Javier. Yep. I so mean, they, they do have some options. It, it, it's scary enough, but they do have some options. Firepower, and, man. Yep. And a good rotation, a great closer. Houston, man, they're, they're going to be tough to beat. But, man, wouldn't I love to see the Philadelphia Phillies take on the Astros in the World Series, upset the Astros, and send mm-hmm. um, send the, the baseball world home happy. I think that would be the ideal situation if, if the Astros do end up beating the Yankees like we think. Um, and I do think the world would be happier with the Phillies winning it than the Astros. But what do I know? I'm just some guy from Chicago that talks baseball. Um, I don't know. It, it's going to be an exciting one. I, I think uh, the proof is within the regular season standings. Like I said, five and one, five and one in a six game series. Uh, Houston was just completely dominant. The Yankees could never answer whatever the Houston was throwing them at that game that day in the regular season. And I think it's just continuing on in these first two playoff games. Yes. Closer games two run games, I believe in both, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. These guys are just bullies, man. I'm telling you, we experienced this last year when freaking Chaz McCormick and Maldonado get hits and it turns over to Altuve last year career, but like this year, Pena, Jordan, Bregman, <laughs> like when those guys are getting hits and they do in the playoffs, these guys are maybe some of the most clutch hitters on the team. I know that's crazy to say, but they did it last year. They're doing it again this year. When those guys are hitting, it's just so it, it breaks you as a team. And as a fan, you watch that. And I feel like, wow, that's a huge momentum shifter. I know they're feeling that in the dugout too. You know for a fact when the pitcher comes out and gives up two hits to those guys and Altuve steps up, it's just like, damn, those are the outs we kind of need to get. Because uh, now we have to go through this again. And when those guys just show up. So it's it's obnoxious. Uh, Maldonado, dude, uh, you're probably one of my favorite Astros. You and Framber, I like you too. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what to think on that. And then they just have depth in pitching, man. We saw it against Seattle in that, like, 20-inning game when Luis Garcia comes and pitches five, like, shutout innings with a ton of strikeouts. It's like, oh. You guys can just toss an elite starter out there. Good for you. Uh, out of your bullpen in a, in a 19 in a game. Crazy. Uh, so good for them. Altuve doesn't have a hit in the postseason yet. That is a yikes. Um, who else? I had another good stat. Oh, this is a good one. Just if we're talking about the vibes. The Astros haven't lost since October 3rd. Um, so we're talking... I, and I know they have some time off in there. They have some time off for getting the bye, but uh, we're still talking over two weeks without a, a losing feeling in the dugout. That's that's pretty good. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're just feeling good. They got to feel confident. Think they're going to win this series, and the Yankees have to be on their heels right now. So I, I don't know what else to say here. I'd like to see the Yankees win the first game in New York and make it interesting, but it's it's going to be a grind. Absolutely. Um, should be – it's a tough battle. It's an uphill climb for this Yankees team. Like you said, it just seems like Houston and, and Dusty Baker are just able to throw whatever the right piece of the puzzle is, even though it may not look like it. Um, I don't know. I think Houston's going to play and, and win this one for, for Dusty. Yes, he has a, a ring as a player, but never as a, as a manager. And, and the talks are as he's hit – I believe the 70 year mark in, in age that you don't know how many more years Dusty will be behind the bench. So I don't know. I think this would be 
if not the greatest opportunity he's had, obviously being in the World Series last year, but you're not going to face the Braves, so you have to be you pretty damn excited. You can miss the Braves and the Dodgers, man. Like, this is the opportunity. Like, if you look at the playoffs right now, there's not one team you pick over the Astros, and nobody's really close. This is their chance win a somewhat legitimate ring. Um, I mean, there's nothing illegitimate about this one. I just still think these people are cheaters, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, well, the, that's and that's why that's why it's such a hated. You know, that's why I think the world would say, you know, you don't want Houston winning, and it would be it wouldn't surprise me if people were saying as much as the Yankees are hated in this world that you rather see the Yankees in the World Series. I would rather see the Yankees, man. I would literally rather see the Yankees, and I hate the Yankees. I love I loved watching the videos of them losing games. It was fantastic. All those live reactions to them, like to that Cleveland walk off, were, were great. I love this. I just don't like this Astros team. I don't like the organization. And yeah, he didn't rock the baby. We can't be doing that. It's good vibes for the Yankees, which I guess I want right now. It's really a horrible <laughs> situation I'm in. Oh, what am I gonna do? Ah, decisions, decisions. Well, Cheers for the NL team. I hope this one goes seven, so all those pitchers get worn out too. Right. That would, be, field. that would be the ideal situation behind it. I don't know. Should be an interesting one. We'll be uh, – I'm curious to see who Dusty throws out in, um, on Saturday. But like you said, I, it just, it's, it's going to be a really tough road for the Yankees to climb back in this one, and, and it helps that they have got three straight at Yankee Stadium. But Houston, they played in Yankee Stadium, and I think they took uh, at least two out of three. So they're not afraid of to do that again. Exactly, exactly, and and that could be all she wrote for the Yankees fans that, um, friends of mine that are in my life for their sake of their mental health. I hope they're able to get a win and and make this a little bit of a closer series. But Houston, man, they look scary. They look like the powerhouse for this year's playoffs. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I, they would have to blow it, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Garrett Cole's got to be coming up soon, right? Yep, tomorrow. Cole, tomorrow or Saturday. 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 Yeah. So that, I mean, again, Garrett Cole gets a lot of these starts and gets hated on, I think, too much for his performance in them, but. No, well, he another, has been impressive. He's been very impressive. It's another one of these starts. Like, I mean, this is a guy who's earned his money. Like, how many times have you heard the line, these are the starts Garrett Cole gets paid for? It's constant. This guy gets thrown out for them and pitches well in them. Because um, I was just like, I was thinking about it. like every single time he pitches in the postseason, they say that, and it's true. And he's always there too. It's he's not one of those guys who isn't pitching the postseason. You know, he does. He's accomplishing what he's getting paid for. So. Yep. Well, it's funny enough. I mean, in that game five versus Cleveland, um, and Cole pitched that game four. He got an extra day rest with the postponement, but he, after going like a hundred and something pitches in that game four told Boone he was ready to go, you know, throw me if you need to. So as much as people shit on him, as much as, uh, you know, the Trevor Bauer beef kind of threw that bad light into him, it does sound like more like Trevor Bauer is the piece of shit. Um, But who knows? Who knows? You know, obviously Cole is a little bit of a different human being, but seems to be working for Garrett, and uh, he's going to have to come out and shove for this Yankees team and and really cannot let Houston open the scoring. I think – Really, the big key to the game tomorrow is, is Yankees got to jump up on the Astros early and, and just kind of 
hold the lead. That's really uh, that's really what I see. I mean, obviously, but I, I think the Yankees oh, they com- score first. I completely agree. I think I think to score first and kind of like to make it a series. If they come out, hit three homers, and win by four, like then you're like, okay, hello Yankees, we're back on. That's that changes everything, you know. But they gotta they gotta come out with some fire. They can't they can't they can and will be fine. Like any win is good, but like if they win like a tight game where they have to come back, like where it seems like the Astros are still looming the whole time. I don't think that shifts the series. I think what can shift the series is a big, like, kind of show why you're there game, you know? Come in and hit homers, really, because I don't think the bullpen's going to shut them down entirely. But go hit your home runs. Then you can say, hey, we have a chance at this, you know? And, and people, the players will feel that. Like, that's that's something I think I'm sure they're looking at the <laughs> across the dugout and being like, hey, how are we going to do this? Um Hit some homers and that becomes clear. So, yep, yep, I like yep. that call. I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, as you saw in the Guardian series, that Yankee bullpen was giving up runs and letting Cleveland come back in the in games. And yeah, I mean, I don't think they're good. Exactly. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. And they're have a lot of work not, to do. It's like it's an injured bullpen, but they, yep, they're not they're not that good right yep. now. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's, 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 I mean, as we've said, as we've talked about all playoff long, it's a great bracket. Bracket. It's a great matchup on paper. It's the two best teams in the American League. So you got to hope for a little bit of a closer series. Hopefully, Do you think New York it goes does. back to Houston. I could see it going back to Houston. I could. I think it will too. But okay. I think I don't think it goes to seven. I think the Houston logical mind of me says no. But I think it will go back to Houston. I could see it. I, I really do. I don't. I don't think the Yankees would come back into Houston and, and take Game Six and end up losing the series if if Houston's able to take one in New York. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, you know, if, if the Yankees fans could be could a get Garrett Yankees, Cole start then. Yep. First it, game it, yep. back in Houston, that would line up well. If they could get back there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know, Yankees fans, they got to get the building rocking. They got to get the momentum on their side, and they got to come out and and win a game because they're struggling. They're struggling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of what what the, the AL and NLCS looks like right now. Uh, exciting breakdown from Alex and I today. I thought at least uh, we will have a live stream ideally next week. We will release that date out on the socials. Go follow um, follow us at Star Six Media for our flagship uh, Instagram page, Facebook page, YouTube. Go give Alex a follow at Northside underscore Socks. Give me a follow at Siffy Ma'am and tune in next week because Three Up, Three Down will present our first interview. And unfortunately for you fans that are not from the White Sox or do not root for Chicago, this one's a little bit Chicago related. We had to we had to hash out our issues on this year and in this team. So an exciting, passionate interview. Um, I will not release the name of the guest until obviously the episode, but definitely an exciting one. It was fun to bring him in, get our first interview interview under our belts. And we will look forward to bringing you more throughout the offseason. Um, Alex, before I uh, sign her off, anything uh, I've missed today or any random thing, thoughts in, in that brain of yours? A lot of them, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, none for right now. But yeah, the, the on the guest interview, 
that's a good episode. Even if you're not a White Sox fan, it gives it. I mean, I think the White Sox one of the more interesting teams. So if you want a little insight in terms of what happened this year, because it is kind of just a shit show in terms of what went on. So it, it gives a good look into like what's going on there and kind of where that stems from. And mm-hmm. we try to figure out who's to blame. I think the ultimate answer is there's a lot of people, but uh, you'll see. I don't know. He's a good guest uh, and definitely worth the listen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, brother, as I am out on the West Coast, I appreciate you tuning in for a late one. We made it through. We will have a live stream for you next week. Go listen to JCA Sports, Sports Trip, Only Football, 3-Up, 3-Down, of course, Big League Chicago, and the EFP Soccer Show with our boy Eric. So exciting stuff here at Star 6 Media. 3-Up, 3-Down brought to you by Star 6. Thank you to those guys for giving us the platform that we have. Uh, that we have, and, and we look forward to talking uh, a little bit more baseball throughout the rest of this season and an exciting off season uh, ahead of us. But appreciate you tuning in. Hope all is well, and I will uh, talk to you this weekend. Sounds good, man. See ya. Peace. Yankees uh, lose. <laughs> Hits it in the end right. Back at the wall, and the White Sox win it. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board, yes, yes.